Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. And welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I am Liz and today it's just me. (laughs) You've just got me on my own. I am not with Brian and I'm not with Sunny. It's just with me. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I am talking about homeschooling and working um, at the same time. So whether you're homeschooling and working full time or part time, whatever that might look like for you, I just want to talk about it. And because I'm a homeschooler. And I said to Brian, you know, who can I interview? I've got to get someone on and we've got to get someone on and who is homeschooling and working at the same time. And I just thought, hang on a minute, you do that, Liz. So why don't you just talk about it yourself? So that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm just going to interview myself. No, I'm going to give you seven tips or seven things that I do Um when I homeschool and work at the same time and what works for me. So it's very, it's going to be a bit rough. Just bear with me because I've never done it on my own before. I'm used to having Brian to boss about or have a laugh with Sunny. And yeah, so just (laughs) be gentle with me and we'll see if we can make it work. First, I just think I need to tell you a little bit. I won't go on too much. You know how I love to chat, but I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my experience, I've had two experiences of homeschooling and working from home. One was just terrible and this one is working. So I'm going to tell you what, I'm not going to go into big detail, but I'm just going to give you some background. Okay. So I've been homeschooling for 10 years. I started homeschooling when Sunny was um, 10 and Tessa was seven. So yeah, just nearly 10 years. So she's 16 and a half. So nine and a half years. I like to just round it up to 10. Sounds better. And for so many years I wasn't working I was just I was in a very privileged position that I was be I was able to just stay at home and homeschool and I didn't have to worry about money and that was great and yeah that's a different story and then I started um about two years no about three years ago I started I got this urge to want to just go out and create and do something and it's before I had the blog and everything and I started a theatre company um, a traveling theater company, you know, as you do. And I sort of did it because I didn't certainly didn't do it for the money because there was no money in it, but I did it because I wanted my kids, both of them are involved in drama and I wanted them to have the experience of going outside and touring around with a play that we'd all written. And anyway, I won't get into that, but what it was is I started this theater company where I took local high school kids as well as homeschooled kids, devised, wrote and devised a play and took it round to all the schools in New Ze- uh, Taranaki in New Zealand and, yeah, just made a business out of it. And I did it for a year and a half. And it was hell for me to try and do that and homeschool at the same time. I just got it completely wrong. It was so stressful. I Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I loved the business. I loved what I did. But trying to juggle that with working at the same time just burnt me out. And 
I just vowed, I just thought, how does anyone do this? Like, you know, how can, and I wasn't even doing it a full time. I mean, I was teaching the kids, like the, as in the high school kids, this play, we were doing that. We met up once a week and the rest of the time I was like phoning schools and making appointments and, you know, getting grants. And so I was working, but it wasn't like I was working like 50 hours a week in homeschooling. And I still, I found it so, so difficult. And I've written a post about that, um, uh, homeschooling and working full time and why it didn't work for me. And I'll link to that post in the notes. So just to know that that was that. Okay. So then we, so I finished that business up and we went traveling around the world with our kids. Hang on. I'm just having a drink of tea. We took the kids traveling around the world for a year, backpacking around the world. While I was away traveling, um, me and Brian decided that I had a blog, you know, I'd started a blog and we decided, look, wouldn't it be brilliant if we could make money out of this? Like, you know, if we could turn this into a business because I'd seen so many people do it and I thought, well, you know, if they've done it, surely I can do it. And we also talked about, this is me and Brian while we we're away, we talked about, wouldn't it be brilliant as well if we could build another online business and do drop shipping and um, you know, work online and be totally location independent. And then we could have this brilliant lifestyle where we homeschool the kids and we're making money. So that's what we set about to do, right? So while we were traveling, I was building my blog. And at the end of the year of our traveling year, we went to Thailand and Brian and I sat in a cafe, just left the kids in front of the computer <laughs> and sat in a cafe in Thailand and planned how we were going to build this online business and that was two years ago and those businesses now are making us a living um a f yeah a good wage and I'll go in maybe we'll talk some other time about how to do that that's not what this is about but what I'm here to say is that business now requires me to work full-time so we came home from traveling and Tessa, my youngest daughter, my only daughter, actually, <laughs> um, decided that she wanted to try school. So we came home. Sonny, my son, he was nearly 18 at that time. He graduated. He was done. He was finished. He went off and got a job. And Tessa decided she wanted to go to school. Well, there was lots of tears, obviously, because didn't take to that well but I'd agreed to it and it was like yes we'd always said if she wants to try school she can and you know I didn't let her know that I was just totally heartbroken and uh but deep down inside I was thinking well at least if she goes to school I can just get on with my work like you know so she went off to school for 14 months something like that and within that time I was working at home and it was just bliss. It was just, I missed her, but it was bliss because I could just, I could just get on with my work. You know, I'd, I'd never had this before. So I had no interruptions and it was just, oh, I'm doing it. And, and then 14, about two months, how, well, hang on, where are we? We're in, what month is it? It's August, isn't it? And yeah, she decided in, I think it was June or July of this year, maybe May, April, May, June. Yeah. Something like that that she wanted to quit school and come back to homeschooling. And my first thought was like, oh yeah, you know, I was so happy that she was coming home, obviously. But my first thought was, well, how am I going to make it work? How am I going to carry on what I've been doing, 
keep this business going, which requires so much of my time. Um, don't ever think that blogging and online work is is easy money because I tell you what, it's not. But anyway, I love it and I wouldn't change it. But I now had to try and figure out how I was going to have her at home, 16 years old, just going into her, you know, doing her high school exams and start get, getting ready for her exams and still be able to work on my business. Anyway, <laughs> I am doing that. And I have been doing it since May or June, whenever I can't even remember when she came home because of everything that's been going on with lockdown and all the rest of it. I, you sort of lose track of time, don't you? But she is at home now and we're in a great routine and I just wanted to share with you. So that was my backstory. So you know that I've done it twice. One was a disaster and one is working great. And I thought I'd just come on here and share with you seven things that I do differently now that I didn't do then that work. So yeah, here we go. I feel it feels so weird not having someone to bounce off. And I am drinking more tea than usual, maybe because I'm a little bit nervous. But all right, then let's get on with it. Seven things that I'm doing differently now. I am working and homeschooling at the same time than I did back then. Right. Number one is change the routine. Be prepared to change your routine. I had it great. I just told you that. But there was no way that I could have Tessa at home and go, well, you know, Tess, I do my meditation in the morning. I do my morning notes and then I'm going to be working for six hours a day. So you just have to fit in with that. It's not going to work. You've just got to you've got to just take that routine and just think, right, chuck that out the window. That's gone. We're changing it and we're going to make it work some other way. Um, because. I think back then when I first started, well, you know, the first time I did it, I wasn't prepared to just think I wasn't flexible enough. I was just like, no, no, you know, we're just going to stick with what we're doing and we'll make it work. And it just didn't. And I just used to go around in circles and get so upset and think, why is this not working? Well, the reason it wasn't working is because I wasn't open to changing the routine. When something isn't working, you just change it. You just change it to make. So if at the moment you're doing a job and you're you, you're used to being at home and working those hours, guess what? You're going to have to change it. And that's all there is to it. And just to let you know, when you do change it, it gets so much easier on everyone, on everyone. So be prepared to change the routine. Number two, take half a day. And this sounds like a lot, I know, but believe me, it's worth it. Take half a day to plan the rest of the week. Take half a day to plan what your, your child is going to be doing for the rest of the week. Because the other thing I did when I first, you know, the disaster one is I was like, okay, we're going to do, I'd, I'd get like a piece of paper and I'd write down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maths, English, da, na, 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 na. okay, sorted. Right. Let's get on then. And it's nowhere near enough time. You have got to just give yourself half a day. You can catch that half a day up somewhere else. Believe me, it's it's hard when you think, okay, Monday till one o'clock, I'm, I'm just going to be sitting at this table with you and just going through everything you're going to be doing. And it's like, oh, come on. But it works. Just pretend someone has said to you, you're in a meeting for half a day today and you can't get out of it. 
and use that time so well. Go through with them what you're going to expect them to do for the next four or five days. I mean, if I do half a day with Tess, I can get through four and a half days without her having to say to me, so what am I doing? What do I have to do next? Because it's like, imagine when you're just on one-on-one with a child or how many children you've got and you've got four hours, say nine till nine, 10, 11, 12, yeah, nine to one, say, you can get so much done nine to one. Even if you can't afford that much time, just do nine to 12, whatever, but just allow that time to schedule, uh, to, sorry, to plan the rest of the week. And it's like, when it's done, it's like, oh, phew, it's done. It's worth it. It works, I promise. Okay, number three, when you're homeschooling and working from home, be flexible. Be flexible. Again, that first time I wasn't, hands up, I'm the first to say it. I was like, nope, this is the way it is and this is the way it's always been and that's the way we're keeping it. And this time I was completely different. I was... I was, you know, if she needed to go into town on, if she needs to go into town on a Wednesday, like Tessa will go into town on a Monday and a Wednesday and she goes to like this, uh, what's the word, not club, um, you know, meeting place where all the other online homeschooling students go to do their exams. So she goes there and does that. And to drive into town and back again, that takes half an hour each way. So I just arrange my week around knowing that Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm not going to be able to get on. And that's fine because what I do actually is I drive into town, I drop her off and then I'll go to a cafe or the library and I'll work from there because I'm being flexible. And what whatever being flexible looks like to you, I mean, you might have little kids and I just when I say be flexible I just mean because I know it's so easy to just think I've got to get this done this week Uh, nothing's going to deter me from doing that you can't be like that you've just got to think right okay he's ill he's on the couch crying he wants me to sit with him for two hours and watch a film that's fine I'll do this work tonight or I'll do this work on Saturday morning or you know I'll just you've just just be prepared to be flexible it's the key. It's the key. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to talk to you about a homeschooling product that I've just finished creating that I know you are going to absolutely love. I have been homeschooling for 10 years and I'm not going to lie to you, the first year or so of my journey were the hardest. I struggled with fear, with self-doubt. I constantly worried that my kids would be falling behind, that I wasn't providing a good enough schedule or, yeah, I just I just worried constantly. Over the past 10 years, I've been making notes. I'm a note-taking person and I've made notes continuously about what worked and what didn't. And I have taken those notes and I've put them together for you so you don't have to spend the first year or so of your homeschooling journey struggling. I have called it the 30-day homeschool transformation course. And within that 30 days, I cover 
everything you need to know about homeschooling. All of those fears will go away. All of those doubts will be addressed. So you will know how to homeschool and work full time. You'll know how to create a schedule that only goes for three days and allows you another two days to do other things. You'll know how to homeschool different school age kids. You will know what to do when your child doesn't want to listen to you. Look, everything is in there. Everything I've learned in 10 years in 30 days. It's a 30-day homeschool crash course. I am so excited about sharing this with you and I really wish someone had given this to me when I started homeschooling because it would have saved an awful lot of time and heartache. I am here today to offer you this already massively discounted homeschool course at a whopping 75% off. But because you are a podcast listener, I want to give you an extra 20% on top of that. So listen, here's what you've got to do. Head over to www.itsadrama.com slash forward slash homeschool transformation course. You'll go through to the sales page, go to the checkout and you'll find the little box that says add coupon code for further discount. In that box, add the word podcast, all uppercase podcast, and you will get an extra 20% off. Look, please, if just do it for your kids, if for nothing else, you don't want to spend that first year or so struggling. Okay, go to www.itsadrama.com forward slash homeschool transformation course. When you get to the checkout, click the box that says I have a coupon and type in podcast and you're going to get an extra whopping 20% off the course. Do it, do it now. Right, what number am I on? Number four allow for interruptions. Sort of like what I just said then about, um, you know, the kids when they're on the couch, um, you know, they're ill or whatever, or like Tessa, she can just be one day, she just like wants to talk. She just wants to sit and talk and you just, as much as you want to say, (laughs) you know, no, but I'm not talking to you today. Sometimes you just know, don't you, when they need you. And yeah, so When I say allow for interruptions, what I've learned to do is I've learned to say, right, and this is Tessa, she's 16. I mean, I'm not talking about a kid. I'm not talking about a little kid. I'm talking, they still do it at 16. I have said to her, right, I'm working for an hour. Please don't interrupt me for an hour. Is there anything you need? No. Okay. On you go then. And don't interrupt me for an hour. And then after that hour, I kind of give myself 15 minutes where I know she's going to want to ask me questions or, oh, can you just read through this? Or can I read you this? Or what do you think about that? Or, and so I sort of schedule it into my time when I'm working. I don't sort of like think, right, 10 till two, here I go. I go 10 till 11, quarter of an hour, interruptions, you know, quarter past 12 till quarter past one and then half one interruptions. I just schedule it in. And be prepared that you're not going to get through the whole day. And like I say, that's with a 16 year old. So especially when you've got younger kids, just schedule in that time as part of your day for interruptions. Uh, maybe interruptions is the wrong word. Just You just need to be there. You just need to go and be there with them. You know, you're not going to get that flat out, lovely, calm day where you can just, but you can get work done as long as it is structured and you say to them, I'm working for an hour, I'll be with you 
in an hour's time. Put a timer on. That's what I used to, that's, well, just going off track a little bit. When I, when the kids were younger and I had this daily thing that I must do every day, it was my meditation. It would take me 40 minutes and I'd do that without fail and just to keep my sanity, you know, and I would say to them, I used to do it at something like quarter to nine till half nine. And I would say to them in that time, I want you to practice your music because they both did piano and Tessa did flute. And I would say you do half an hour piano and, you know, 15 minutes flute or whatever. You are not allowed to interrupt. And I'd put a sign on the door and just say, do not interrupt. And they knew if that sign was outside my bedroom door, they weren't allowed to come and interrupt. So, yeah, I've, I've lost track of what I'm saying here. I can't remember what I'm talking about, but um, allow for interruptions and let them know when you're working and when you're not to be interrupted. You know, that's your time. Okay, so which leads me into number five, which is create blocks of time. And this is going to sound so weird because they're your kids, but pretty much what I was just saying, just reiterating what I just talked about, schedule a meeting. I mean, oh, it sounds so, that sounds so weird, doesn't it? When you like schedule a meeting with your kids, but literally you're working, you have got a job to do. You have to do that. You, it, there's nothing wrong in saying, I'll see you at one o'clock and we'll talk about it then. Or give me till quarter past two and we'll talk about it then. And it is, it's just like scheduling a meeting with someone who you work with, isn't it? Like, oh, I need to talk to you about that, Liz. Yep. All right. We'll talk about it later. And you've just got to get into the habit of doing that. Um, So yeah, I suppose what I'm trying to say is create blocks of time for yourself. And in between those blocks of time, allow meeting times with the kids, allow interruptions. They're all the same thing, aren't they? They're just blocks of time that you have to go, right, computer down or whatever, whatever job you do. I'm going to go and be with the kids for that amount of time. And I think because you know that that's their time and they know that that's your time. Um, they don't faff about, they don't go, oh, by the way, you know, so-and-so has been mean to me. No, you, this is our time to just talk about what you need to talk about. You know, we can talk about who's been mean to you and who's taken whatever off you after dinner tonight, but let's just today, you know, right now we're doing schoolwork and we're talking about the school, uh, you know, what, what you need help with. Oh, I hope this doesn't make me sound like a regimental. <laughs> it probably does, but let's face it. That's what you need to do. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all very well going, oh, okay, darling, let's just go outside and walk around the garden. And, and there are times you can do that. And yeah, I'll come to that in a minute when you, but this is about just making it work throughout the day. So create those blocks of times. And if they need help, you say, I'll come to you at so-and-so time. Again, do you know what? We've got a timer in our kitchen on the cooker, you know, and just putting that on as a countdown for 45 or 50 minutes and saying, this is like, you know, when they were, when they were younger, when I, if I wanted to do my, whatever I wanted to do, don't interrupt me until that countdown is finished. And then I'll come and speak to you. It worked. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. All right, number six, and this is one I struggle with so much and I'm still struggling with it. I haven't quite got this one down yet. Is to be decisive 
and be assertive when you make those decisions. And oh, I, yeah, I struggle with this because I'm such a, well, do you want to do that? Right, we'll do that. Mm, or what do you think though? Will that work if we're going to do it? You know, and I can't just make a strong decision. But if you can, I've noticed the days that I do and I say, you are going to just work on this, this and this today, Tess. And we're not going to be discussing your music at the moment. Don't worry about your Dropbox and the fact that you can't access it. We're not talking about that now. We're going to do this, that and that. And you can see the difference in her when I say that. When I'm really assertive and I say, no, this is what we're going to be doing. And I don't add on the end of that unless, you know, unless you want to talk about that or unless I get a bit of time at the end of the day and maybe then we can do it. If I'm just straight down the line and say, this is it, everything seems to be calmer and she accepts that. And to be honest, they always did when they were younger as well. You know, it was those days that I was, I, I, you know, like when you speak out loud, when you go, should we go there today? Or, and they're like, yeah, let's do that. And you're like, um, or I don't know, because remember last time we went there and that was quite nice too, wasn't it? And then they sort of get all like flustered and, oh, you know, everything goes a little bit pear shaped. <laughs> Whereas if you just stick to a decision and stay with it and be assertive, it's a lot easier. Like I say, something I struggle with. I'm a faffer. I'm a, I can never make my mind up. I always need Brian to say, no, come on, let's just do that, Liz. And so that is one I struggle with. But when I don't, it works a lot better. Okay, number seven, last one. How long have I been going for, Bri? Am I all right for time? 22, 22 minutes, okay. Sorry, I'm here. Yes, Brian is here. He's, um, he's doing all the sound for me and he's sit, sitting drinking tea with me. Right, number seven, the tip on how to homeschool and work at the same time is talk to your kids and your family about what you need. And this sounds so simple, but for some reason, when you're homeschooling and working, you, you tend to think that you know, your needs aren't important, that their needs are more important than yours. No, they're not. It's equal. You've got a job to do. You've got money to bring in. You know, if you weren't working, you probably couldn't homeschool them in the first place because you wouldn't be able to afford to. So it's so important to talk about your needs and not be like, you know, not embarrassed about it, but not be like, oh, I don't know what the word is. I've lost, I've lost the, the words, but just don't, don't think that your needs aren't as important as your children's homeschooling needs, because they are, if not a little bit more. And you need to say that and you need to make it clear. And that's what I didn't do the first time. I sort of treated my job, the theatre company job, as a little, oh, yeah, look, oh, mum's just doing a little theatre company. Actually, no, it was bloody hard. It was hard and I was putting a lot into it. And I was sitting up at night and I was writing my script and I was phoning these schools and I was putting myself out there and it was hard. But I never said to the kids, listen, I'm working. I need this, this and this off you. You know, I didn't, I didn't say that and I regret it. And that's probably why it didn't work. And that's why this time when Tessa said, I want to come home and I want to come back to homeschooling, we had this big conversation and she was, she was, I mean, she's 16. She's gorgeous. She, of course she understood. She was like, I don't want to, her words to me were, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to jeopardize what you've done this last 18 months. 
I don't want to be a burden, I think she said. That's the last thing she is, of course not. But at the same time, keep that balance and make sure that your kids know you are working. What you are doing is important, just as important as them learning. You know, it's equal. You know, yeah, just tell them your expectations. It's all right. I'm just I'm just looking down at what I've written about. Yeah. It's just so important that they know that that they know it right from the start, that you're there, you're not doing this as a little hobby, this is important, you're working. And they have to respect that. You know, I know some people, I know this, I know some people actually, quite a few people who do this, that when they're working, they put like a hat on, or, you know, they, they'll, I don't know, light, light a candle, actually, I do that. When I'm, when I'm writing my blog, I'll often like light a candle, and it's almost like they know they're not allowed to step over the line. You know, you can put a sign on the door. You, I mean, you can put, I'm, I'm not saying you're going to go in, in a room and lock the door, but I'm just saying if you're around your kids and you're all working at the kitchen table, maybe just do something like that. I mean, I I never did, but it's quite a good idea, actually. You know, just like when I've got this hat on, <laughs> you know, you know not to interrupt me or when this candle is lit, mummy's working or yeah. So, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. That's what I just wanted to talk about with you. And they are the seven things I'm now doing that I never did back then that maybe if I had, it would have been so much easier. I know it would, actually. I know Tessa is older now, but like I say, that doesn't really help great deals. They still need help. They still want that attention. They still want you to reread their work. They still want, you know, reinforcement that they're doing the right thing or that help on that. The other day, Tess was asking for help on flipping, oh, I don't know, how to find the area or something, which I had no idea what to do. I was like, I can't help you right now, but I will be able to help you at two o'clock for half an hour. Is that okay? And she's like, yeah, okay, we'll do it then. All right then, so I'm going to go now and yeah, this has been quite good actually. I, I quite like being on my own, but I sort of miss having someone to bounce off. But if you like this format, if you like me talking about homeschooling and my experience of homeschooling, like I say, I've been doing it for nearly 10 years. I've got a lot of information. So if you like it and you want more, maybe some more tips on how to homeschool and work or just anything really that you can think of that things that didn't work, that's always a good one, isn't it? Like things that were just disastrous. Um, and also I was thinking the other day, I was writing and I was thinking, do you know the things that I made the kids do, like lessons, uh, activities that they dropped and that was just a total waste of time. And I remember putting my heart and soul into getting them to learn, like, say, for example, handwriting with Sunny. You know, anyway, anyway, I'm not going to go on to that now because it's just going to just go on and on. But if you want me to do another podcast episode where I'm just sitting and chatting about homeschooling, then please drop me a comment, send me an email, liz at itsadrama.com, drop a comment on the blog. Um, yeah, and let me know what you want. And don't forget, Sunny always says this, but please don't forget to just, if you're listening on iTunes, can you just leave a review and say how you feel and give us a, a you know, a five-star rating? Um, just connect with me because... I'm here, I'm ready to give you whatever you want to know and I just need to know what it is that you're struggling with or that you want to help with and I can't do that unless you connect. So 
However, whichever way you choose to do it, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. And until next week, I just want to say, keep going, keep going with your homeschooling. You're doing a great job. It's perfectly, you, you can, it's perfectly, no, not okay. It's, it's doable is the word I was looking for to homeschool and work at the same time. I know because I'm doing it and yeah, it can be done. So go you and I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we've released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.itsadrama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.